Welcome to the show where we uncover the blueprint of success and the business tools you need to achieve the American dream. Helping people turn passion and dreams into money-making machines. This is Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Now, here's Chase. What's up, J-Town? It's finally Friday. We've made it to the weekend, and you're listening to Strictly Business. You heard the man. My name's Chase Channel, and uh, it's good to have everybody along. I hope that uh, everyone's got their minds right and their hearts right, and they're ready for a fantastic show. Uh, In the first hour, we're going to check in with, uh, we're going to talk some Bitcoin today. And Bitcoin was like so much on the radar for everybody, and then it just kind of fell off and dissipated. So we're going to get the ins and outs of some Bitcoin. Uh, from our favorite Bitcoin expert, Uncle Sid. And we're also going to talk about uh, some investment opportunities. We're going to catch up on some uh, questions that have come in on the Facebook page. And if you have questions, you can head over to facebook.com backslash the Chase Channel Show. You can drop a question there. You can drop it there all week long. And uh, if you miss the show during the week and you want to catch one of the replays, uh, the show can now be heard on iHeartRadio anywhere in the world. You can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podbean, a lot of other places, TuneIn Radio. Uh, so just make sure that if you miss the show and you want to catch up on it, you can. And that's why we have it there. I don't want to waste a lot of time uh, because we do have, I think we have Sid holding by. So we're going to go to the phone lines and we're going to check in with Uncle Sid. Sid, are you with us? Always, buddy. How you doing? What's going on, man? Oh, rock and roll. I mean, just get here uh, <clears throat> filling out some email sequences and uh, take care of business. Well, it's been a few weeks since we've had you on, and uh, I've missed you, so I wanted to check in and see what's new in your world, and uh, I think all the what? listeners wanted to check in with you, too. <laughs> new in my world? What about, how about yours? Uh, you're vegan now. Well, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a challenging uh, challenging Sunday for me as I start the journey in Malibu, but, uh, you know, I've lost a lot of weight on it, and it's been a really tough week, but... Um, it's it's working, so I guess I can't say too much. I, I was going to ask, is that where you going to the Malibu Escape? <laughs> I saw a commercial or something. You know, what's funny you. is, is a lot of people said they've seen a commercial. This is actually called the Ranch in Malibu, um, so I think it's something different. But I've heard several people say that. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the passage is a, is a famous. Uh, you know, that's where Lindsay Lohan and all of them went for uh, rehab. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's close to. Uh, it's probably near. It's probably nearby. I would imagine, but a lot of celebrities I mean, go to this place, but they go there for like, you know, it's like the vegan weight loss, no cell phones. So it's like all get in touch with yourself while you're there. Cheese addiction, drug addiction. It's all the same to me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, we're definitely addicted to cheese. There's no doubt about that. Col- Colby on aisle one. So what else is going on, yeah. man? Uh, you you you've got some. Uh, I know you've been busy. I haven't been able to even get you on the horn the last few weeks, but uh, I'm glad you took some time to check in with us. And I wanted to hear what, yeah, what else is what what's new. Well, you know, I'm I'm doing my whole thing with cryptocurrency right now. So, well, what happened? I mean, uh, crypto kind of was like the hottest thing going, and then it seems like it's faded a little bit. And then, uh, well, it it's fading because the big boys are getting in. Right. I've noticed it's, you know, for a while that was like the buzz every day. Everyone, it seemed like was tracking the ticker. And then lately yeah. I've noticed that, 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 have you noticed that that fell off some or? 
Oh, yeah. It definitely slowed down a little bit. They did, you know, disinformation propaganda to scare everybody off of it because now the big guys are, are buying in, and, and they're buying in at a massive rate. I mean, Goldman and Sachs is getting in, all those guys. So break it down for us. If you're like a entry level, like I am, I'm an entry level. I don't know much about crypto, but if you're an entry level person, I mean, what what are the basics of crypto? Well, I mean, it's see, people get two things confused. Cryptocurrency is a is a digital currency, okay? But and everybody thinks Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just first to the race. It's not the only coin, you know. It, it uh. But, but it is the most popular because it was the first of the race. But, and, and, and you know, Bitcoin's sitting around 9,200 right now. And, I mean, that's still up significantly from what it was. But, I mean, you know, Bitcoin went, went up 21% today. Wow. You know, there's, there's alternate coins that are still just striking. But what? it's all gone on a... a, a platform called the blockchain and the blockchain's not necessarily so new but it's it's a it's a very it's a ledger it's an online ledger and it is very documented so the whole thing about you know this if you ever read anything about oh it's the way terrorists are going to buy you know ter- it's going to support terrorism dude it is more legit than than cash because I, I promise you, somebody can spend some money in a in a back alley with cash, and none of us will know. Right. You you, you transfer some cryptocurrency on the blockchain. It, it's 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 there for everybody in the world to see. And as far as I mean, I know you've been involved with it for a while. I mean, you're one of the first people I remember that was even messing with it. But and I know you've done, you know, different things with mining. You've talked to me about and stuff, and and a lot of that. Is foreign to a lot of us. So what, like, what is mining? Well, and and, and that's why I started kind of educating with it a little bit because I personally sat on my hands for two years. Like, it just it was confusing. I mean, you know, what if you didn't copy and paste that whole long letter thing? I mean, does that mean you lose your money? Right. And what if I forget what folder I put it in? Does that mean it's gone? You, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I started helping people understand how to buy. Bitcoin and whatnot, and and investing in it, and 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 hodl, you know what they call it, sitting on it. it, it it's that's just one piece of the pie. See, there's four major ways to profit with cryptocurrency. One is mining, and and what threw me off on mining, and threw a lot of people off on mining is mining is discovering it. It's putting together the the rhythm are the, uh, I don't know, the, the riddles that, 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 that create the actual coin. But it's also, it takes miners to transfer it. So when you go to send it across the blockchain to somebody else, you, you pay a, a bounty. And that bounty goes to the miners that, that send it back and forth and, 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 and transfer it. So that's kind of part of the fee then. Yeah, it's part of the fee. And, and you can actually, on some platforms, you can goose up your fee and, and your coin will get transferred faster. Because it's an actual person that has to go. Is it a person or they're using computers to do it, I know. But I mean, yeah, they're, it... using, they're using high, high 
graphics card mining system. So that's kind of automated then. It's very much automated, and and now there's actually platforms where you could open your computer up to to be a mining, and and you could actually mine cryptocurrency right there on on your desktop. Now, not at the speed that some of these super miners are doing, but you you could you know essentially be stacking away you know a little bit of cryptocurrency right now, and it doesn't take but one of them to blow up at one hundred seventy thousand percent increase you know i mean real, realize in 2009 ten dollars a bitcoin would be worth 170 million today that's unbelievable isn't it you won't see returns like that on wall street this will be the largest transfer of wealth in history i mean literally i mean there's there's guys that you know they, they thought they were like geeks in the damp basement trolls that are multimillionaires to make now. And, and you know where they're all going? They're all going to Puerto Rico. And you know what they're calling Puerto Rico? No. Cryptopia. Why, why the is that? Why is there like is because a... after they got leveled by the uh, hurricane, if you go to Puerto Rico and you keep the money within Puerto Rico, you pay 3% or 4%. It's been between 3 and 4 don't don't quote me on this, but but that's that's how much income tax you pay on your money, and they're doing that in order to rebuild Puerto Rico. Well, so if you make a hundred million dollars on on crypto, you you pay less uh, less income taxes. That's right. That's right. All these million you know overnight millionaires are are all moving to Puerto Rico. Cryptopia. That's got a nice ring to it. Cryptopia, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what else like for beginners? Because now, I mean, the mining things kind of seems complicated, but basically if I send money to you, a miner has to go in, not just one, but like there's multiple, right? And they confirm it and then yeah, the other person confirms it and then that transfer takes place. So that's kind of how it works. Yeah. The, 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 the simplest place to go get involved in cryptocurrency is Coinbase and, and their fees are high, but it's not that high. And it's very comfortable, and you you don't feel like you're about to lose all your money. And they've done a great job with what they're doing, but they're making billions, if not billions. I heard that you can uh, that you can actually buy crypto now on the Cash App. You probably can. I mean, you know, when crypto was going nuts, everybody was wanting to take crypto and, and payment. You can buy a Lamborghini with crypto. But the reason why everybody was going nuts about it then was because by the time it got into your account, the next day it was worth 20% more. Right. <laughs> you know. Have you noticed and, that it's tapered off now? What's that? Has, the, has it stabilized any? I mean, for a while it was so – I mean, it seemed like yeah. if you took it one well, day, you might lose a little, then you might make a little. I mean, is it is, has yeah. it seen some stability come to it recently? Yes, it's sta- definitely stabilizing for what you consider stabilizing. But it's still moving, you know, huge. It's still moving all over the place every day, you know. But right now, 9,200, you know, between 8,800, 9,200 is kind of where it's, they, it went down to as low as 5,800. But, you know, everything corrects and comes back. But, like, right, right now it's starting to get, it's starting to settle down a little bit. Like, when I was buying 
when I was in Tennessee at your house. Yeah. Dude, I'm no expert, and I was making a kill. You know. Just getting the I money mean, in there and, get, I mean, and just having some, just, I, I would suppose. Just buying it, period. You were making money. What are the other basics to it that, that I mean, if you're – because I think a lot of people are just scared of it. I mean, if you were talking to somebody – because so many people would like to be involved, but they're – Man, just I, I like was absolutely side. terrified. No joke. And, and, and I sat on my hands for two years. I wish I would have got in two years earlier. But I understand. But there's four major points. One is mining. Two is trading. Now, trading is also gambling, if you ask. You know, just a little bit more white-collar gambling. Right. You know? And and then three is called arbitrage. And a lot of times to do arbitrage, you got to have a software. But what's happening is, is that because it's moving at such a fast pace, you know, you might buy it at 8,900 on one exchange, and it's worth 9,200 on the other exchange. So you just sit there and transfer between the exchanges, buy low, sell high, and it's a very conservative way, and and you make some money doing it. And that's the arbitrage. That's arbitrage. That's and then the holy grail. The holy where grail. I've never even heard of that. You can scratch. You can scratch a, a lottery ticket. Is ICO. You get into one of these ICOs when it's launching it. You know. Two hundredth of a percent, and you know it goes up to, you know, even a hundred dollars. You know, it, it's it's lights out. Are I those, mean, are those like it. crypto companies, or what? What is that? Well, you got to think. So, like, when somebody uses a crypto currency, you're, they're essentially just taking like a segment of money out of the marketplace and replacing it with a coin. And then you got to have that coin to do it. I'll give you an example. A guy came to me about doing the auto coin. And what he was going to do was, it's like, every time you test drove a car, you got 500 auto coins. And if you bought a car, you got 5,000 auto coins. And, like, there was an app where salespeople could pay 1,000 auto coins to be listed on right right and so these auto coins can be used for details cleanup um service department any of that kind of stuff and so the app the salespeople buying into the app to be listed would generate the money and then it's given back out as reward and then received back in with cleanups, get you know, details, service, and and so you take where dollars essentially would would work in that, but you take out that and you only allow it to have an auto point. So it's like having your own currency. It's basically like having your own privacy currency. Money as we know it's changed. I'll, I'll give you a, uh, a a good idea. Hang on a second. I'm going to tell you some. So, 1999, Nobel Prize winner of in economics, 
professor Milton Friedman said the internet is going to be a major force in reducing the role of government. He's also an advocate for free market capitalism. He said almost 20 years ago that the one thing missing is reliable e-cash. Ten years later, Bitcoin was born. The first e-cash. Now, digital currencies, open sales, blockchain, all types of emission of global phenomena. And here's the best part. In July the 25th, 2017, the U.S. And exchange commission issued an investor's bulletin about a point offer ICO, saying that they are an opportunity. Just right now, before they get like before everything gets regulated, right? It's the wild west, brother. When do you, when do you? I want to find out a little bit more. Said we got to take a quick break. Can you hang with us for a few? Yeah, I'll tell you more. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. event is on and now is the best time to trade in your vehicle at victory honda of jackson we need your trade and we'll pay you top dollar go to victoryhondajackson.com and click on the honda upgrade program button to value your trade in seconds print it out bring it in and we'll give you 125 percent of that value guaranteed that's right get 125 percent of the book value for your trade-in for complete details visit victoryhondajackson.com then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and get 125% of the book value for your trade. Don't miss the best time to trade in your vehicle during the Victory Honda Upgrade Event. Going on now at Victory Honda. With approved credit, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. 125% of black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Offer does not provide. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 5 you're listening to the talk of jackson for the hottest shows in the hub city keep it locked right here on 93.1 wtjs
we're back. You already know what it is. Uh, that was Money Talks, ACDC. Sid, is that one of your – I mean, I know you're an ACDC fan. Of course. I, I play Money Talks as the uh, – it's like the first uh, the first break every week. I always play that song just because I love it. Uh, Talks about money, and uh, I just enjoy the song. But I know you're an old-time – you used to be a rocker, right? Yeah, used to be. Well, you still you are. die a rocker when you born a rocker. Dude, I got to see ACDC with one of the 11 shows at Aqua Rose. Front. Where, the only man. No. where was that in Atlanta or where? Yeah, the one of the shows was. That's unbelievable. How, yeah. I watched some of their concerts online. Uh, just talk about generational differences. I watched some of their concerts on YouTube and um, just seeing like the – the people going crazy. I mean, the concerts overseas are insane. They sell out these soccer stadiums like they're, you know, it's like these, yeah. it's just unbelievable. Yeah, metal is way bigger in Europe. So when we left off from the break, uh, we were talking about uh, ICOs and probably a lot of people like me. What 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 is an ICO, Sid? Because uh, I've heard of IPOs before, like with the stock market, but. It's just like, it's a coin offering, so it's initial coin offering. Initial coin offering, okay. And uh, These ICOs, in case you won't remember this, but in 1999, everything under the sun was IPO. I mean, Stamps.com raised multi-millions of dollars on the idea before it was even invented. And you couldn't go to a bar or out hanging out without somebody giving you an idea. You know, IPO tip. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's really cool. So there's so there's a lot of these launching in crypto than I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, right now I'm watching one. It, it, it's called veracity-token.com. Check it out when you get a chance. What, say that again. I'm going to write it down. It's V-E-R. A C I T Y dash token dot com. And so as these things launch, how does that work? Like how do you how do you become involved with it or be a part of it like 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 at the time of when uh, IPOs were launching? Well they'll do they'll do they'll do a, a an opening, like a private opening. Like if you wouldn't have known that link, you wouldn't work to it. So Say, for instance, the first the, the first five million, they sell for five dollars, and then at, at a you know certain time it'll go to seven, then eleven, then eighteen, then thirty five. Yeah, that's that's cool. And what what uh like have you seen like as far as advice for somebody who's wanting if if I'm just Joe Blow and I'm listening. Uh, to to the show, and I, I want to get involved with crypto. What's a way that you can start getting involved, and kind of like just get your feet wet without feeling like you're learning it, but you're not, you know, risking something where you could be taken advantage well, of. Or a, a great place to go. Like I have a uh, a group on Facebook called uh, Intelligent Crypto Discussion Group, and, and we we talk about everything very basic. Just education, really. 
Is that something that uh, that's a private group, or, or would you allow if somebody requests it who's listening to the show? Would you allow? I mean, can they get in no. on the group? Yeah, just just request. And, and the name yeah, of the give I, us the I, name I, of the group again, Sid. It's uh, Intelligent Crypto Discussion Group. Intelligent Crypto Discussion Group, which is found on Facebook. So, for those of you who don't know, Facebook groups are really, really, really fantastic. Um, anything that you're interested in, and I do this myself whether it be like uh, radio, broadcast, um, you name it, music, production. Uh, I've done it with uh, pool cues and everything else. There's specialty groups online that you can join and be a part of. And in those groups, I mean, it's it, wouldn't you say, Sid, it's unbelievable, like the free advice you can get from members? Well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think uh, there's some of the greatest things in the recent year. But, I mean, do you want to – it's a list builder. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. I mean, I, I've got a buddy who's got 2 billion people on his pit bull page. Guy makes 100 grand a month. How, I mean, how do they monetize the, I mean, if you have a pit bull page with 100,000 with 100, or a million people or 100,000, I mean, how do they monetize the, to make money from, the, from, those, from those pages? Oh, dude, that's, it, you, you know what's funny is I promoted a, uh, a really strong course on exactly how to do that. And the guy was charging two grand, but let me just give you the, the lowdown. Yeah, give <laughs> Think us, about give it. Us the free, give us the free version. And you, you see these t-shirt shops that'll print the order. Right. You don't even have to have inventory. Let, let's say you do a bumper sticker. It says, I love my pit. And let's say when you post it, it epically fails, and one percent buy it, and you sell it for three dollars. Right. That's twenty thousand bumper stickers, bro. One post. That's crazy. That's sixty grand. And you've How got, much do you think a bumper sticker costs? I'm sure it doesn't cost hardly anything. No, and they're printing them out of China and shipping them over. You you have a lot of pages that you've built over the years, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and, and just kind of uh, wrapping up your thoughts on 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 crypto and what, like I said, for I know I think most people are in the boat with me as they think to themselves, I can't go to the bank and and ask them a question about my money, and I can't, you know all the things that we're familiar with don't really exist in crypto. And then it's like, oh yeah, just put your money in here. You don't know who it's going to, and just oh, that's that's the whole reason why we started Intelligent Crypto, because there's so many people that are like that. And let me tell you something: you mentioned Bitcoin in a normal bank, they'll escort you out. <laughs> I, I've been escorted out of Wells Fargo. They don't even get it. There's a there's a programmed robot there. What what are your thoughts for the future of, of crypto and and predictions that you may have with, um, I mean, do you think the government's going to get involved? If if, yes. if so, you know, when do you think that will be? And you know, a time frame. They'll for be fully supported the second they can tax it all. Right, that's what I'm saying. As soon as regulations imposed, I mean, then all of a sudden it yeah. just becomes. It's like if you can't beat them, join them. But there is coins out there that refuse. That see, that's what really started cryptocurrency is it, it was considered it, it's it, nobody will ever own it 
it'll never be regulated or decentralized, right? And and that's really let's 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 face it. Look what happens once somebody gets control of money. They do stupid stuff like take it off the gold standard, right? Now your money, what? There's print more when the, nobody should have the, the authority to do that. It, it destroys it for the rest of us. And and with with uh, you know with Bitcoin, I guess that's uh, and not just Bitcoin with all cryptocurrencies. I mean, I guess that's kind of the. Do you think at some point the you know the United States Federal Reserve is going to say we have the the U.S. cryptocurrency? Yeah, I don't know. You know, there, there's there's coins out there that refuse to share anything. You know, there's still Monero. Monero will not ever. You know, and you know, there, there's a lot of. I don't know, man. You know, it's hard to. So while I've got you, they're, they're going to try. Yeah, well, you know, there's I'm... no temporary tax in this world. Here's what's funny is as soon as the government comes out with it, all of a sudden everyone will feel okay buying it. Yeah, but I think you'll see China or Korea coming out with their own crypto before you see America. Yeah, that's I'm sure that's I'm sure that's true. So we got uh, we got about um, you know maybe another uh, let's see another five minutes, Sid. And while I've got you, you've educated us on crypto. But one thing that you always talk about that interests me that I think would be great for everyone, and one of the things I love doing on this show is getting people motivated, get them pumped up, and um, you know just having fun. But uh, you talk a lot about disruption, and you know I think that that's something that's overlooked in a lot of things. But when you look at like media today, and it's all disruption is what that's the only thing that they really talk about anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about in marketing, right? You want to disrupt to get attention. Exactly. I mean, it's, I mean, it's no different than going and picking a fight with the biggest, baddest boy on the playground. What but are some, do what are some ways that if you're a small business that you could do disruption? I mean, if you're, I'll give you a perfect example of disruption. The guy in Florida that gave away an AR-15 with every car he's. That, that was disruption. Especially at that time, I mean. Yeah. Well, they, well, this was before the school, but still, it was when everybody was freaked out. At what point do you think, I mean, they say, uh, you know, bad publicity is better than no publicity, but, I mean, at what point do these, can you cross the line to where it's like, could be damaging? Well, anytime you, you cross the moral, the moral line, I mean, I mean, let's face it, when it comes down to I mean, in my life, characters, all, you know, that's all you got. And even you call me out sometimes with, why are you doing that? I'm like, because I said I was going to do it. I just feel like that line's moved as, as times have changed. It seems like what's acceptable now is, is you know, continuing to progress. I mean, Dude, let's, just... let's, let's talk about brilliant marketing by somebody who did it out of desperation but it was actually, it was like uh, disruption. There's a there's a guy who just got signed. His producer is uh, the dude from uh, the Beastie Boys, Paul Rubin. His name's Mikey Mike. He's got one song that's kind of cool, but his beats, I mean, it's, they're not that big of a deal. 
But this guy went around trying to give his tapes and his beats to everybody. And nobody would listen to it. Nobody cared. And you know what he discovered? What's that? If he if he created an email account and he looked at the top ten I hope I don't you don't get in trouble for this, but he looked at the top ten porn stars. Right. And he named his email account with the with the it was their name and then the year of the they were born. And gmail.com. And he started sending his beats out with that email. He picked up Rihanna. He picked up like all these big artists. <laughs> I all his emails were getting open. You know, he he disrupted. That's unbelievable. One thing that he did even more disruptive than that, the way the way he marketed his launch is they went, you know, like how they put the sign on the back of the, uh, like, bus terminals, you know, and stuff, you know, the benches. Yeah. Well, he, he posted a picture of himself. He looked like Marilyn, you know, Charles Manson in it. But he posted a picture of himself, and it was like, man wanted for being 2.3 million past due of child support. Well, everybody was talking about it. <laughs> what? You don't owe no child support. So that's what he put on the buses and the park benches? When they found out he was a musician? No. No. That's hilarious. So that's how he promoted himself? That's how he made it. Dude, the guy is like signed with with, uh, some major label now with Paul Rubin as his producer. That's unbelievable. uh, And and he he was like, they asked him in a, a, a podcast interview. They were like, do you feel like you crossed the moral lines? And he said, well... Yeah, but at the time, it was like that or fail. Right. So he was like, the line didn't seem so bad at the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess in hindsight, yeah, I mean, I, I I know that feeling. I know you do. Yeah, sure. We've all we've all been there. You know, dude. Everybody has a tipping point. You just want to hang around with people that have higher tipping points than others. Yeah, no doubt. The uh, we're gonna take a break, and um, I want to play. Uh, what's what's his name? Sid. I'm gonna queue up his song, and uh, we're gonna play it for everyone. Mikey, 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 Mike. It, I don't know if you can play it on the radio. Well, I'll find the edited version. What what's the name? It's of a it? great song, though. What's the name of the song? It's uh, a, um, I'm doing me. I'm doing me by Mikey Mike and Sid. If they wanna the the just if they wanna follow along in the crypto group on Facebook for free, it's uh, give that to us one more time. It's a intelligent crypto discussion group. Intelligent. Yeah, just look it up, and then I'll let you. Intelligent crypto discussion group, and if you all want, I'm going to get a copy of. Uh, I'm going to have Sid send me the link, and I'm going to post it up. If you're following uh, the Chase Channel show on Facebook, I'm going to post the link up on that page so you can find it and you can link over to it. Is that the best way to get in touch with you, Sid? Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, it's a great dude. We. we we, we do a lot of uh, just real basic education because that's really the only way I could give back, and I'm giving back somehow. So, Very, very, very cool. Well, Sid, I appreciate you coming on with me. I know it's uh, on short notice. Just out of curiosity, I know you're always bouncing around the world. Where are you at this week? I, I'm in Jacksonville, but I'm sitting here watching my little baby chica. I'm afraid she's about to get eaten by a rattlesnake. <laughs> 
in Jacksonville. All right, well, cool. Well, thanks for coming on, Sid, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you when I get back from Fat Camp. All right, brother. All right, thanks, man. Sid Michael, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. event is on and now is the best time to trade in your vehicle at victory honda of jackson we need your trade and we'll pay you top dollar go to victoryhondajackson.com and click on the honda upgrade program button to value your trade in seconds print it out bring it in and we'll give you 125 percent of that value guaranteed that's right get 125 percent of the book value for your trade in for complete details visit victoryhondajackson.com Com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and get 125% of the book value for your trade. Don't miss the best time to trade in your vehicle during the Victory Honda Upgrade Event. Going on now at Victory Honda. With approved credit, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. 125% of black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean car fast report. Offer does not combine. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 5 you're listening to the talk of jackson for the hottest shows in the hub city keep it locked right here on 93.1 wtjs Walking around the neighborhood with my mom, and I could tell she had some shit up on her mind. She turned to me and said, Mike, don't you want to meet someone? I said, No, I want to meet everyone. I want to get drunk with the punks and do bump with the king. I want to creep down the hall and go to bed with the queen. And when they come for my head, well, I'll be somewhere at sea, singing loud, singing proud. It's good to be free Cause I won't waste another day Live in someone else's way I wanna be happy I wanna be free Fuck what they say I'm doing me My mama said, but Mike Don't you wanna be comfortable? I said, no I don't wanna be comfortable I wanna be scared out of my head and Lost out of my mind, I wanna fall in and out of love a few thousand times. I wanna spend all of my money on my friends and on drugs, and I wanna ride around on a horse and give people hugs. And when I come into town, they'll say, Oh, sh- there's Mike. There's something wrong with that boy. I swear he just ain't right. Cause I won't waste another day living someone else's way. I want to be happy, I want to be free, Fuck what they say, I'm doing me, my mama said, but Mike, don't you want to have kids, no, I am a kid, and chances are if you go looking mama, you might find some, 
Cause my pullout game just ain't so hot these days And if you find them, you tell them daddy said follow no man Follow the God within They'll be coming for your heart real soon, son This whole thing is rigged You're back in the matrix You gotta find your own way out Cause I won't waste another day Live in someone else's way I wanna be happy I wanna be free Of what they say I'm doing me We're back. That's Mikey Mike doing me. That's the guy that uh, Sid was just talking about with the, uh, he did disruption or disruptive marketing. And um, basically he, uh, as, as Sid was saying in that, in that song and how he became famous was he used uh, porn star names with their birthday year at gmail.com. And then he would send promo mixtapes of all of his music out. And so all of a sudden he was getting responses from everyone. And then when he promoted his album and in the video, which I'll post up over on, uh, if you go over to facebook.com backslash the chase channel show, I'll post up a, uh, a copy of the video so you can watch it. And he kind of looks like a homeless guy. And it says, uh, you know, man wanted owes $2.3 million dollars and child support. But, uh, you know, obviously he didn't know the child support. And, you know, sometimes it's like, like, like Sid was mentioning, when, when do you go too far? When do you cross the line? Um, it's tough to say when you're no one. And then uh, later on, it's easy to say, well, man, you, you might've went too far. But, uh, as most of you know, this week, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm two days away. So I'm going to head out for the ranch Malibu on, uh, on Sunday, and I've I've been lucky because this week I've been losing about two pounds a day, uh, which most people would say that's not safe. But when you're my size, it is. So I'm down to 380, and I'm feeling good. I'm doing the vegan thing. I've been walking, and getting in, you know, anywhere from 16,000 steps to 10 to 16,000 steps a day is what I've been doing. When I'm out there, they're going to get me up to about 24,000. So they're going to crank up the intensity on me a little bit, but. Um, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. And uh, one of the things that's going to be really tough for me is uh, going off grid because it's like no cell phones for the week. And uh, so I'm a little bit anxious, uh, really ready to just get there and kind of get it over with. And I'm really nervous about the physical uh, side of, of pushing myself. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm 6'4". I weigh 380 as of this morning. That's down from like 440. But, uh, you know, I'm a big guy, so when people see me, they never would believe that I weigh that much, but it's just because I'm a big person. I wear size 16 shoes. I'm just a big a big person, but uh, so I'm excited. I'm heading out to the Ranch Malibu, and uh, some of you, if you're interested and you want to follow along, you can go over to Instagram, and you can follow them at, uh, at the Ranch Malibu, and if you want to follow along with me, I'm going to try to take some photos while I'm there, and I'll be sure to post those up on the Facebook page. You can go to Facebook.com backslash the chase channel show i wanted to share with everyone this week i was lucky to get a talk with some uh future leaders over at the sacred heart of uh 
Jesus Christian High School here in Jackson. And it was really, really cool. I was able to speak with the uh, the entire school and then uh, broke away and talked with um, they have a they're going to be starting a broadcast class. So they got all the people who signed up for the course and we were able to sit down and spend some time together and they were able to ask questions. And uh, it just really re- made me remember so much about because as I'm going to speak with these with these young people, I'm thinking back to where was I at that time and was I in high school and, and what what were the. You know, it's just, it's like you, you get out of school and then life grabs you. And next thing you know, it's like, where, where did the time go? So as I'm, I'm heading over to see him, I'm thinking about what would I want to hear if I'm in high school? You know, like, where was my mind? What did I wish I knew uh, then? And a few of the things, and I'll, I'll share with you because I think that it's important. And I know there's a lot of young people that do listen to the show, but um, was that time is on their side, but don't waste it. And I think everyone's number one regret is I wish I would have done this sooner or I wish that would have happened faster. And it's like so easy to get so caught up in all these things where we say, hey, I wish, you know, and that's one of the things I always think about is kind of the the whole if I knew then what I knew now uh, mantra, if you will. But um, in saying that, I just feel like as those kids sit there and I'm looking at all these bright young minds and you realize that. Some of them are going to go on to be successful. Some of them probably won't. And then you think about what is it that makes somebody successful versus not successful. And it really comes down to just the action that we take in life. And, you know, obviously timing, luck, a lot of things play into it. But one thing I know is for sure that you can always be successful in life if you just work hard. And regardless of timing, circumstances, or whatever, if you're just diligent and you work hard and you stay focused, timing works itself out. A lot of times when opportunities present themselves, we're not ready for them. And when I say like we're not ready for them, it's because when these things pop up, we say things like, well, I can't relocate. I, you know, I've always lived here. That's a limitation that we're placing on ourselves. And it's not a necessary limitation because at the end of the day, I mean, you, you, you're able to travel, you can move, you can drive, you can and I've never let location hold me back. I mean, that's how I ended up in West Tennessee. And it's always entertaining to me because people will say, where are you from? And of course, I say I'm from West Virginia originally, lived in Atlanta for about 10 years and then made my way to Jackson. And they're always like, Jackson? So it's always interesting when when you hear that, you realize that they think, you know, Atlanta's so much different, which it is. And of course, how does a guy get from West Virginia to Atlanta than to Jackson. But in the grand scheme of things, it's all about opportunities. And when opportunities present themselves, you have to put yourself in a position where you're ready to take advantage of them. I remember when, uh, when Victory contacted me about this, about the dealership and about the location in Jackson. I mean, I never in a hundred million years would have guessed I'd ever live in Jackson, Tennessee. And, but they said, Hey, you know, we have this opportunity and they showed it to me and it made sense. And for me, it was more about like, I mean, Atlanta wasn't home to me. It was just where I went, and it's a, it was a busy city, and it was a good opportunity to, to make a living and provide. But when the opportunities pop up, you just you don't know where they're going to be or, 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 or how they're going to happen or come up. And so when they did, I said, well, you know, this is one of those things I'm just going to have to jump on. And, you know, that's how I got to Jackson. And I can tell you that people think sometimes it's better in the city or, or whatnot. It, it's really not. And I really enjoy Jackson since being here. It's um, 
been such a happy medium compared to what I grew up with versus comparing, you know, Atlanta, which was cool. But, you know, when you have to spend two hours to get 12 miles in traffic to get to work, and then you get out of work and it's, you know, eight o'clock at night, you're worn out, and it still takes you two hours to get home because there's still traffic. I used to always say in Atlanta that it's, uh, it's impossible to beat the traffic because you could try leaving work at like 2.30. It's not going to help. You're still going to hit traffic. So to me, that was always kind of fascinating and realizing that uh, when I got to Jackson, uh, kind of a funny story, uh, we got here and I drove in on a Sunday and I was starting at the dealership on Monday. And so I got to the hotel with the team and I said, uh, you know, we got to start early, guys. So uh, we're going to have to wake up, make sure that, you know, in case we hit traffic, we have plenty of time. So we had to be there at nine. I said, let's just get out the door at seven, because as you all know, it's better to be early than to be late. So we we uh, we all get up and get dressed and jump in the car. And as we as we head over, we hit absolutely no traffic and uh, we get right to the store and we're there in like 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, I guess uh, we can drive around and explore for a minute, you know, before getting to work. But um, it's just the vast difference between what what life is like having to sit there. And I remember in Atlanta, like my finance director Gary, he drove from Kennesaw to Duluth, which is probably about, I would say it's about 35 miles, maybe 40 miles. So it would take 45 minutes if there was no traffic because it's all interstate and they could go like 75, 285, and then 85 north right into Duluth. Well, I mean, it took him two and a half to three and a half hours a day at least to get to work every morning and to get home. So just imagine he's going to work an eight or a ten to twelve hour shift in the car business for me, and then on top of that, he's going to slap in another five to six hours of driving. And some of it is you just get used to it as kind of a way of life, and you get used to the commute, you get used to all the things that go along with it. But um, you know, I just remember saying, you know, Gary, I'm like, dude, don't you get tired of the drive? And he'd say, well, you know, I've just it's my time to decompress, and that's that's how I do it. I remember that uh, during my commutes, I got, you know, closer to my dad because when I would head home, I'd give him a buzz and be able to chat with him and, and catch up. And then when I when I got to Jackson, I realized that that was something that that's missing that, you know, you don't because the drive shorter, you might call and say, hey, but you don't have that that time to yourself to decompress. But um, overall, like I said, when opportunities present themselves, part of it is is being mobile and just talking to those young folks uh, this week and, and hearing, you know, their questions and their stories and seeing the smiles on their face just made me realize, you know, we have such a bright youth out there that it and it all comes down to, you know, are we making great future leaders out of them? Are we getting them interested in business? And, you know, with technology, the world is just so accessible that it's just uh, it's an exciting time to be living and it's an exciting time to be a part of you know, this show and, and, and talking about business and talking about growth and opportunity and doing better. And it's just, it's, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, it was great to get a chat with Sid and to hear all the things going on with Bitcoin. And with, uh, I got to admit, I was enjoying hearing about Mikey Mike, because to me, people like that, who he's made it now as an entertainer, all because of some crazy, you know, set of circumstances and things that he did. And that's just an inspiring because to me, it just shows that anybody can make it if you just kind of put your mind to it and, and, and think about it. And if you look back at like 
all the f- the the original uh, disruptors, if you will, which uh, in entertainment, like I can think back and just from what I know was Petey Green was a, a shock jock, which was a, a DJ. He was a black uh, DJ in Washington, D.C. in the 1960s that was so innovative beyond his time. He was in prison. He was the, the radio guy, the radio DJ in prison, got out, got a job on an AM station, uh, which was huge in Washington at the time. And there's a movie called Talk to Me, which is the Petey Green story. It's a really, really good movie. I would highly recommend watching it. But it just just seeing how innovative and different he was at that time and how he could really speak to the people. And then along came, he had uh, his own TV show. He went on to be on Johnny Carson and all those things. But um, when he, he actually had, and, and there's a skit, if you want to see how crazy he is, on uh, online, if you go over to YouTube, it's uh, Petey Green interviewing Howard Stern. And Howard Stern, this would have been like in the early 70s when – I mean, he was just kind of catching his gear in, in radio in Washington and just realizing that it kind of went from Petey to, to Howard. And the, the one thing that's kind of remained between those is is great entertainment. It's not always great entertainment that catches headlines. I could have the best show in the world, and if it's just, just kind of like the norm, then I'm just fitting in versus if I can come up with something that makes people say, wow, that's different, you know, something – that catches your attention, you know, that's where the world is heading. And as you know, in the headlines today, it's like scandal, scandal, scandal. I mean, people don't, they just want to hear about what's going on. You Online, you'll get these clickbait articles that say, you know, click here for the top 10 best photos of, of, of so-and-so or worst photos of these actors. And all it is is just, you know, things to get us to go, oh, wow, I want to see that and click through, but, uh, a lot of interesting stuff. We're going to get to, uh, some questions as we uh, wrap up the, the wrap up the first hour. We're going to get to some questions in the second hour. If you want to get in on the action, you can, uh, we have a text line sponsored by victory Honda that you can text us anytime at 731-215-0158, or you can head on over to facebook.com backslash the chase channel show. You can shoot us, uh, your questions in messenger, or if you want to post them up there, you're welcome to, and we can chat about them and talk to them there. And uh, as always, if you miss the show during the week or you want to catch up on any of it that you missed, you can head on over to iHeartRadio.com. You can download iHeartRadio app on any smartphone and just search for The Chase Channel Show. Uh, the show is also available on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Podbean, as well as iTunes and uh, Apple. So if you have an Apple phone, you can just click podcast, type in The Chase Channel Show, and be sure to catch up on each week's show. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. event is on and now is the best time to trade in your vehicle at victory honda of jackson we need your trade and we'll pay you top dollar go to victoryhondajackson.com and click on the honda upgrade program button to value your trade in seconds print it out bring it in and we'll give you 125 percent of that value guaranteed that's right get 125 percent of the book value for your trade in for complete details visit victory 
HondaJackson.com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and get 125% of the book value for your trade. Don't miss the best time to trade in your vehicle during the Victory Honda Upgrade Event. Going on now at Victory Honda. With approved credit, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. 125% of black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean Carfax report. Offer does not combine. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 5 you're listening to the talk of jackson for the hottest shows in the hub city keep it locked right here on 93.1 wtjs
OJ's money. Just how Harvey taught me. Gianni Ladaga stopped by the studio. Say hi. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Man, it's good to have you. Uh, kind of a surprise to have you stop by on a beautiful Friday afternoon. And um, we were just talking about, he. you listened to Harv give me the coaching tips on how to do the, the proper intro to the song. I did. I did hear that. And uh, so, so far we had Sid on earlier. I don't know if you caught the show as you were driving over, but uh, Sid was on. We were talking about Bitcoin and uh, disruptive marketing. We played a little Mikey Mike's doing me earlier and talked about um, when he was actually doing some of the uh, disruptive marketing of the O's child support, $2.3 million on all the buses and park benches and whatnot. But um, kind of funny, but uh, if you want to get in on the action, you can. If you want to join us, uh, we're going to start taking some text and uh, checking over on the Facebook page. So if you've got questions you want answered, post them up, facebook.com backslash the Chase Channel Show. Or as always, you can shoot us a text over to the Victory Honda text line, which is 731-215-0158. If you want to call, you can. The number to call is 731-499-3865, and you can get in on the action. Um you're a Bitcoin investor. Well, I've done a little bit, yes. So, you know, one of the things I was talking about with Sid is is how, like, many unknowns there are to it. Like, you can't go to the bank and talk to the teller, and there's, like, so many things. You kind of jumped in when it was hot. I did. I jumped in it when it was steadily climbing day after day after day. Did you make any money, you know, at it? You know, I made a little bit and lost a little bit, so I, I can pretty much say I broke even. But you you bought some of the other coins, too, right? Yes, I did Litecoin and Ethereum. And Ethereum. The um, these this is a uh, on uh, I found an article called "58 Insane Facts About Bitcoin," and I I thought these were kind of interesting because uh, to me this just adds to like that mystery factor is Satoshi Nakamoto, which is like the original founder, is a fictitious name of the Bitcoin creator or creator, which I knew I watched a documentary on Bitcoin. Did you know that? Totally fake name. Here's what's crazy is they found a guy who lived in California that like lived down the street in the same neighborhood as a guy with this name. Almost like he like read his mail <laughs> and was like, I'm going to create Bitcoin after that. Um, Nakamoto was believed to own uh, 4.7 billion in Bitcoins 
as of May 24th of 2017. Keep in mind, this is someone no one knows. Owns 4.7 in Bitcoin. Um, let's see. There's some other interesting ones here. The top one. I thought this one was interesting. I think you'll find it interesting. The top 1,000 Bitcoin addresses control 34.28% of the total Bitcoin circulation, meaning the first 1,000 people that ever got into Bitcoin own and control 34% of all Bitcoin. That's pretty crazy, right? To me, that's what's kind of scary. And there was another one on here that talked about, um, it's a little further down, we'll get to it, but it said something like 90% of all Bitcoin accounts have less than 0.01 BTC in them. Meaning like most people made a wallet, bots. That's <laughs> funny. I think that's what my wallet looks like right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And they, yeah. they look at it and they're like, um, 64% of Bitcoins have never been used and might never be used. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, the FBI owns 1.5% of the world's Bitcoin. That's, I guess, just from seizures, but uh, still interesting. The... Uh, Let's see, there's a few others here. This one I love the most. You know I like pizza, right? It's called Bitcoin Pizza Day. On May 22nd, 2010, two pizzas cost 10,000 bitcoins. By May 22nd of 2017, their worth was up to $20 million. <laughs> so what it cost to get two pizzas in 2010 would have been $20 million in today's bitcoin. Unbelievable, right? I'm sitting here going, man, talk about some good pizzas. Okay, let's see. It says Bitcoin transactions are measured in Satoshi Bytes, I guess named after the owner, which is point zero 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 one Bitcoin. Um, oh, one of the, my other favorite ones on here was uh, it says a guy, you can't reverse. Uh, refunds are not possible on Bitcoin transactions. In 2016, a Bitcoiner accidentally sent $137,000 instead of $5 with no way to reverse it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh-oh. I'm like, oh, man. It says, uh, let's see here. There's a lot of them on here. Some of them aren't good. This is kind of interesting. Uh, big companies that accept Bitcoin. Overstock.com, Microsoft, uh, Dell, Expedia, and uh, Dish Network, all except Bitcoin. So you can pay your satellite bill with some Bitcoin. I did not know that. That's <laughs> very interesting. I'm surprised you didn't do that. Me too. <laughs> I wish I would have known. <laughs> the 90% um, of all Bitcoin addresses, yeah, have 0 0.01 in them. And then uh, here's a, a few of the Bitcoin millionaires. Roger Ver has $52 million, Charlie Sherm, $45 million, and Dave... Uh, Carlson, $35 million, just a few of the Bitcoin millionaires that have made their money in Bitcoin. It says, uh, Bit oh, here was another really, really, really funny one, is it talked about uh, like 802 people filed taxes on Bitcoin like profits in 2015. 802. That's it? That's it. <laughs> Hmm. Sid was saying that, uh, I can't remember the country he said, but he said, I think it's like Puerto Rico is called uh, Cryptopia now because they're offering like a 4% tax on uh, income tax on Bitcoin profits, which I thought was kind of interesting. What What are the, uh, give us the rundown on the on the coins. 
So the Bitcoin right now is at 8,890, down 449 or 4.81%. Uh, Bitcoin Cash, which, which is the latest one that they came out with, um, is uh, $1,505.68, down $141. Um, Ethereum is uh, $720, down 34 And Litecoin is at 145 down $12. So, mind you, six months ago, Bitcoin was at $19,000 or whatnot. It seems like it's stabled off, and that's one of the things I was talking with Sid about, is it's kind of hovered around that eight to nine, you know, to ten grand range. Right, and what, what I've noticed is that the increases usually are pretty even across the board. Uh, this one's just a bit off, but Bitcoin is down 4.8%. Ethereum's down 4.6%. Uh, Litecoin is 7% and Bitcoin Cash 8%, but there's no, none of the huge rises or falls like we were having four or five months ago. It was like people were on edge every day. They're sitting there going, you know, right. what, what's this going to do? The uh, So, you know, the show's strictly business. We talk all things business and we, we chat it up. Um, I happen to know that one thing that you're great at is closing deals. I'm, I'm okay at that, yeah. So give us some pointers on making deals happen. Build a good relationship with your customer. That's what you have to do. Without a good relationship and good interaction with them, it's tough to close a deal. If it's just strictly numbers, it's very one-dimensional, and that's what it all be, always be. But if you build a good relationship with them, um, it, it goes a little bit further than that, and then people start to loosen up, and that's when good deals are closed. The, the crazy thing about this is, and I know this because I know you pretty well, is I mean, it's not uncommon. You have customers over to your house for dinner. I do. <laughs> Very often, actually. I mean, it's like you, and to me, that always blows me away because I think of things kind of more transactionally these days. But that's something I've learned from you over the years is how, I mean, you you literally get to know them. I really do. And I actually enjoy talking to people and getting to know them. And, and when I like somebody, I truly like them. Yeah. And I truly try to give them a good deal. So, yeah. And I'm pretty honest about it. I think they can tell. And that's, I think, part of the success of, of being able to close deals is, you know, being yourself and being honest and really wanting to help somebody. Yeah, we got to make money. But if you build a good relationship and people feel like you're a nice guy, and you just, I mean, it's a tr business transaction is what it is. So, but yeah, that's, that's number one is building a good relationship with your customer. Something else that you've taught me over time that uh, I think is very, very interesting is you were in the sign business mm -hmm. once. And during that time, tell us about how you would demo the product. <clears throat> so the sign business in Miami is very competitive. There's uh, there's a lot of sign companies out there. There's a lot of what we call pirates, which are people with no licenses that work out of the back of a pickup truck. And uh, so what, what I found myself having to do is go door to door, business to business, um, you know, just asking them, hey, your sign looks, your sign looks kind of bad. And uh, I'd like to give you an estimate. I'd, I'll give you a design. I'll do the design right here with you, give you an estimate. I'll give you the diagram of how the sign is wired. Um, everything done right here for you right now for free, which is kind of uncommon down there. A lot of people would charge design fee and, and uh, you know, they'd, they'd charge fees just to get everything together. So I did that a lot, and people were like, sure, I, I have half an hour go ahead and do it and when i did that i found that uh that little extra step really went a long way and i was able to 
do pretty good in the sign business down there. The uh, like, who were most of the clients? I mean, you did them for pretty much everywhere. So, <clears throat> so one of the things was if I saw any paper on the glasses, uh, the windows outside of the of the shopping malls, I knew there was a new business going there. So I'd go by every day. I'd drop a business card. I'd knock, even if there was no cars out there, I'd knock. And, you know, sometimes there were people working there. And, and I'd say, listen, when you're getting ready, let me give me an opportunity. And I'm going to come out here. I'm going to take a picture of your building. I'm going to design your sign. You tell me what you want it to look like. I'm going to design it for free. And, uh, and people, since it was free, they said, sure, let me take a look. And I did a good job. They liked it. And that's how I got a lot of business out of it. That's really cool, which, you know, in our business, the test drive is important, and that's that's part of it. Gianni's a general sales manager at Victory Honda, and uh, he's been with me for several years, so I know him, I know him, I would say, uh, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, so we, <laughs> so it's always fun, because a lot of people I interview, I don't know that well, but you, it's 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 more entertaining, because uh, I know you pretty well, so I have to pretend like I don't know things. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in the... I just always found that in the sign business that when you shared that with me, I always thought that was very cool because not a lot of people do that. You know, it's like just showing up and saying, hey, here's what it'll look like. Put it on the building, you know, turn your computer around. And what year was that? Because that had to be innovative at that time. <clears throat> Let's see. That must have been early 2000s, early 2000s, late 1990s. You were probably drawing it with a pencil back then. Oh no, I, I there was laptops, believe it or not, <laughs> and and uh, I used a program which is probably uh, they have a new one now, but it was pretty outdated. It was Corel Draw Three that I used, which is pretty pretty old now. They got a lot of better stuff now, but yeah. Was that like a sign specific thing, or was that just uh, like an architectural type software? No, it's 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 a it's a drawing tool, but you can use it for signs. You could, you know, it was not very high tech, but it was enough for me to be able to design <clears throat> wording to go on a building. It showed dimensions, and that's really all you needed. So the uh, one of the things about Gianni that's fun, and I know you don't like talking about, it, but since I have you on the air, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is uh, you're 42 years old. How can I forget? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at 42, you've done a lot of different things in your life. I have. I have. And one of those is you you're, You still have your a flight rescue paramedic. Yeah, my paramedic license is still current, flight medic. And you did that in Key West? I did it in Key Largo and Key West. So tell us about, because earlier this week I talked to the high school. Um, I think you remember that. I went over and talked to right. Sacred Heart High School and talked to all the kids and you know in talking to them as I was sitting there thinking to myself some of these kids are going to grow up to be policemen and firemen and some of them you know it's like you you just realize how everyone in life kind of is going to have their own thing you went from you know one dimension of thing but you always told me about how difficult the the testing part was so share with us a little about that story because I think everyone would appreciate you know, how difficult it is to go through what you went through. And when you got the, the on at the fire department, how you did that, because I think that shows a lot of grit and just determination to, to be a part of something. So I started in the car business at 16 years old and I worked my way up to the service drive, but I always wanted to be a firefighter, something I always wanted to do. So one day I'm working in the service drive and a guy pulls up and he's got a shirt in the back that says, highly a fire rescue and I said oh wow it's a fire guy so I said hey man what do I got to do to get into that and he said well I'll tell you what if you want come by the station 
I'll give you a, a ride on the on the rescue truck. And if you like it, uh, you know, I'll tell you exactly what you got to do to get in it. I'll even let you meet the chief. <clears throat> so I was ecstatic, and I said, absolutely, I'll, I'll be there tomorrow, and, and I'll be there. So I showed up there. We went on one call. Happened to be a trauma alert, which a trauma alert is a pretty bad call. Um, and I was, it blew my mind. I said, this is what I want to do. So what I did was uh, I left the car business. I put myself through college. Um, I was going through, through college by myself during the day, working in the emergency room as a trainee at night until I got my paramedic license. Um, here's the thing. In Miami, the, there's 10 openings for a fire job and 5,000 people apply. So even if you have all the certificates, first of all, you need the certificates to even be considered. Um, but even if you have all the certificates, uh, it's very, very difficult to get hired. So, you know, I just um, I just went to, to the Keys, to Key Largo, and I pulled up to one of the stations. And I told the, the, the chief, his name was Frankie Jones. I said, I'd like to apply for a job. He says, well, we're not hiring right now. Now, what they had down there was they have uh, volunteers that show up on the call. They have a pager. <clears throat> and kind of like the signs, yeah. you have to show your stuff. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll volunteer. I had my, <clears throat> I rented a, a, an apartment right across the street from the station. I got my pager. And every single call that went out, no matter what time it was, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, I was there. First guy there, jumped on the truck. Showed my skills, and I, I, did, I was pretty good at, at what I did. <clears throat> and um, four weeks later, Frankie Jones calls me and offered me the job. Um, so that's how I got into, in, into the fire department and, and, and into being a paramedic. But it was, uh, it was not easy. I had, to, I had to go through a lot to get there. The, uh, I mean, how difficult was the training in the, uh, in the fire portion and in the... Well, the, the fire portion is physical, which physical is not so bad when you're young. I was in early 19, 20 years old, so it wasn't too bad. But the paramedic part is the real tough part because uh, you're almost a doctor out there. You got to learn all the medications. You got to learn how to intubate people, um, dosages, counter interactions with people who are taking different medications. And basically, you know, somebody's life when they dial nine one one is in your hands, and you have to be able to respond. They're counting on you to to do something about it. So I, I imagine on the helicopter, you probably get even worse. When I did the flight medic, which was later on in my career, it was uh, it was you know those are the real bad calls where people are most likely clinging to life. Um, but you know, through through the career, it was something that really brings a lot to you after you find out that you saved somebody's life, you know? So even after all the, <clears throat> the training, I think every week we had a 200 question test. Um, there was, uh, you know, mega codes that you had to do with, with five captains in front of you, which your nerves were shot, but it, it was very rewarding to be able to know that you saved somebody's life. So uh, it was a good career. So started working in the car business at 16, went over into the fire, did the work your way up to um, a high position with that? Yeah, well, I made it all the way up to battalion chief or, or ship supervisor, which is, you know, you're pretty much listening to all the calls, all the trucks going out, and uh, you pretty much respond to the bad calls. And, uh, yeah. Now, here's what I, I think will really resonate with people is your childhood. I mean, it, you didn't have, like, some perfect childhood 
Your parents didn't pay for your schooling. I mean, tell us about what it was like growing up in uh, in Hialeah, Florida. And, and because so many people think that like you have to have perfect circumstances in your life to be successful. You don't. You really don't. I come from a, a very poor family. Um, my my father was a political prisoner in, in, in Cuba for 18 years. And, <clears throat> you know, we came to this country and, and they really hadn't they had nothing. They really didn't have anything. So so <clears throat> you just got to want something. And I knew I wasn't going to. At 16 years old, I basically moved out. I, I had a car. Um, I had a great job already in the car business. I made good money. And and I, w- I knew that if I didn't go for it or go after it, nobody was going to give me anything. Since everyone in West Tennessee probably doesn't know what Hialeah is like, give us like what, I mean, what what is, Hialeah, first of all, where Hialeah is a, a suburb of Miami, It's right? a suburb of Miami, and it's, a, it's mostly um, the Cubans are all, uh, congregated there, so um, it's very busy. Believe it or not, it's 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 a booming economy there. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of people moving there. The property's expensive, but it's crazy. It's a lot of people, and uh, not much English spoken down there. <laughs> we we actually had a text that just came in on the Victory Honda text line that says, "Does Gianni know how to make Cuban sandwiches?" Uh, actually, I do. Actually, I do. Uh, I love to cook. Uh, I've tasted one of the sandwiches, so I can vouch for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cooking is one of the things that I love, especially Cuban food. And uh, I just recently mastered my Cuban bread-making skills. Uh, Chase, I think I brought you one. Uh, yeah, I got one of the first ones. Yeah, I think you got, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I love it. And, and the Cuban sandwiches are really, really good. So uh, we're going to talk with Gianni a little bit more. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, because he has plans to go in business. So we're going to talk about that and hear a little bit more about his life coming from Cuba to Hialeah and how he's made it to where he is today here in Jackson, Tennessee. We'll be right back. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. event is on and now is the best time to trade in your vehicle at victory honda of jackson we need your trade and we'll pay you top dollar go to victoryhondajackson.com and click on the honda upgrade program button to value your trade in seconds print it out bring it in and we'll give you 125 percent of that value guaranteed that's right get 125 percent of the book value for your trade-in for complete details visit victoryhondajackson.com Com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and get 125% of the book value for your trade. Don't miss the best time to trade in your vehicle during the Victory Honda Upgrade Event. Going on now at Victory Honda. With approved for edit, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. 125% of black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to a clean car pass report. Offer does not combine. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 52318. I like me better when You're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS.
We're back. That's big money. Rush. How'd I do? That sounded really good, actually. So you had you heard Harvey's coaching. I did. <laughs> G critiqued me for a week about the coaching I received, so I'd like to make sure I do it right now. Yeah. That so, was Harv, good. if you're listening, I'm, I'm getting it down pat, <laughs> and I'm working on my uh, my skills. But uh, we're talking with Gianni Ladaga's with us, and uh, Gianni's the GSM, General Sales Manager of Victory Honda in Jackson. He stopped by to uh, to visit in the studio, so I decided to pop him on here because I know he's got an interesting story, and I think it's uh, – Great to share just different walks of life. And I don't think there's many people in Jackson from Hialeah. I doubt it. <laughs> I really doubt it. So, uh, favorite sports team? The Miami Dolphins. Are you a baseball fan? I'll tell you, I used to be a big Mets fan when I was young. and um, The Mets? I mean, how do you? From- well, well, in, in Miami, there was a, my, my father was very strict. And I was a young boy. He didn't let me go out too much. So what I ended up doing was watching baseball with my grandfather. And we watched WOR, Channel 29. And that's what they played, the Mets. So for years, I watched the Mets. And, I, and that's a team that I, you know, grew up loving. And uh, But after the 1986 World Series, when they won it, they sold the team. And I said, I'm done with baseball. And ever since then, I really haven't been into baseball. You're really showing your age. I mean the '86 World Series. I wasn't even born then. Well, yeah, yeah. The um, if you want to get in on the action, you can head on over to Facebook.com. Just put a little forward slash uh, the Chase Channel Show. You can drop your questions there all week long. If you want to text into the show, you're more than welcome to. The Victory Honda text line is seven three one two one five zero one five eight. Or if you're feeling really froggy and you want to chat with us, you can. The number is seven three one four nine nine three eight six five. Uh, let's catch up on a few of these texts that have come in. Ooh, I like this one. Is Gianni single? Gianni is not single. Gianni is married with children. You got a bunch of kids, too. I don't. I wouldn't say a bunch. Three, right? That you know of. Yeah. <laughs> Another text here came in. How is the food in Cuba? That's interesting because I, I thought that the sandwich you made would be in Cuba, but I learned that it's not. Well, actually, the bread, the Cuban bread... It was actually originated in Tampa, Florida, which is, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, <laughs> I didn't even know that myself. I read it and I said, what? But, um, but yeah, the, the, the food in Cuba is great. It's, 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 you know, rice, beans, pork, meat. So something we got to get out there. And, I mean, this is just, let's talk about the mop steak. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, when I heard this, I, I could not believe it. So you got to let everybody know what a mop steak is. So unfortunately for the for the for the country of Cuba, they've gone, you know, in the fifties and the forties and fifties, Cuba was like Hawaii. It was the place to be, you know, rich and full of fun and entertainment. But ever since Fidel Castro took over, everything went downhill. So the the, the food over there, it's a communist country. So what they do is they give you a list of this is how many chickens you get for the month, this is how many eggs you get for the month. And that's it. You ain't getting it. You ain't getting any more. You can't go to the store and buy it. That's just not the way. You have to have dollars, and nobody's got dollars over there unless they have family in Miami that sends the dollars. So it's really it's really hard for them to, to get by. So believe it or not, and I'm going to remind you that I left there when I was three, so this is something that I learned from, from family that has told me about it. But, yeah, they put pieces of uh, – <laughs> it's hard to even <laughs> – they put 
So the 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 piece of cloth that they used to clean the floor, they all cut pieces of that out, put some some meat on it, ground meat, and the top and on the bottom, and then bread it. So it's got. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I coined the term mop steak. They probably don't call it that there. <laughs> so it's the it's it's the. It's what if they that, use. If that ever catches on, do you think that I'll get like copyrights to coming up with the name? Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't even know how they digest it, but yeah, it's got it's got a piece of rug in it. So, so just imagine it's the it's pieces of the mop that you clean the floor with. Yes. They 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 trim it off, <laughs> bread it, it's, and put it in with the field. So we think we have it bad. Sometimes we need to reconsider. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. A few other texts came in on the Victory Honda text line. Is um, oh, this is a good one. Um, it says, you mentioned your dad was a political prisoner. What happened? So my father at a very young age was recruited by the United States of America to work to try to bring Fidel down. And um, so at a very young age, he did that and he was he was captured and caught and found out and, and they, they gave him 30 years. The sentence was 30 years in jails in jail, which he, he serves 18 of, of it. Um, and in 1979... There was a deal made where they released seven of the uh, prisoners, and my dad was one of them, and that's how I made it over here. So at that time, was your mom living in Cuba? Yeah, she was. She, so she was living in Cuba when they released him, then you, that's when you That's you, when you we were able him. to get over here, yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, man, it just, it, it's, it seems like that story's from another world. It does. It's a, it's a really sad story. I, uh... <clears throat> So it's I it's me, my brother Robert, and I had another brother, which while my father was incarcerated, got sick and, and passed away and they, they actually took my dad in in shackles from two blocks to look at to see the funeral. So, you know, it's a sad story, everything that has happened over there in Cuba. And my 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 family's was uh was also very sad. So what's the latest with because uh Cuba's, I mean, now they have tourism. I mean, some things have changed, but. Not really. A lot has changed. It's still a communist country uh, ran by Raul Castro, which is the brother of Fidel. And, you know, there's there's really there's really nothing nothing going on over there. If you go over there, you'll see that the cars look like 1950s Chevys. And it's just like it stood still in the 50s. And the buildings are falling apart and. And you know nobody really has much, you know. Your uh, your brother is pretty vocal about how he feels about it on social media. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's a little older than you. My brother's seven years older than me. And uh, he does a radio show in Miami, right? He sure does. Called was it Car Guys Radio? The, the Car Guys and uh, for Lexus of Pembroke Pines. And uh, he's been with them forever, right? He's been for with them now. Um, I think thirty years to be exact. That's incredible because, I mean, that means he's 49. Or he just turned 50. He just turned 50. Just turned 50. I remember Robert, seeing his birthday. Robert started working there at a very young age. He, 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 I think it was a porter. Then he started changing oil. And then he said to the manager, said, hey, man, I want to I wanna actually be a mechanic. Can you send me to the school? And they did. And he, he got all his ASCs, became a master technician, and uh, moved on to service manager. And, and now – Today runs three stores for the same owner, uh, Craig Zinn, uh, which is pretty impressive. I don't, I can't say I know anybody else that's been at one place 
for 30 years since they were 16 or 17 years especially old. Especially in the car business. Especially in the car business, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's incredible, and it just shows, um, I mean, you guys must have some work ethic down pat anyway. Yeah, I think we do. The, uh, here's one that just came across. It says, is Gianni drinking? And I think he's having some tea over there, but I guess you can hear the, the ice cubes a little bit. Yes, I'm having a drink. I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, love the show. Thanks for talking business in West Tennessee. Well, we love, uh, we love doing it and love everyone that's listening. And, uh, we appreciate it. When I decided to do the show originally, it was, um, Something I just thought about for a long time, and uh, you probably remember a year or so ago me talking about not necessarily this show, but doing things different. And uh, thanks to the help of Tim November and uh, 93.1 and everyone at Grace Broadcasting, we've been able to bring this program right here to West Tennessee. And it's uh, it's really an honor to be able to do it and to have everyone that listens in. And um, Here's another one that's kind of cool. It says, loved uh, the Mikey Mike story and doing me. I mean, that song, it's a little bit slow, but it is a really, really good song. And I think his story is just one that's really, really interesting and kind of resonates with everyone who's struggling, which is a lot of America. A lot of America. I mean, everybody's trying to, earlier this morning, I was uh, listening to a program talking about there's a Tyson food plant coming to, I think, near Humboldt. And they're bringing, you know, 1,300 jobs or 1,500 jobs. And one of the, the, the disputes was, is would they be able to have enough people? How are they going to find enough, you know, jobs for that? And here's the thing about that is, is these are supposedly good paying jobs, which I imagine is probably in the teens hourly, I would think, for, right. for a yeah. job like that. But it actually is good for a place like this because it takes people who are – making eight and 10 bucks an hour, they go apply there and get a job. And now all those slots open up, you know, which, you know, so it's, it's not like you have to have 1500 people that don't have a job show up there. I mean, there's more, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That, that, that kind of, uh, flow into it. You're a chicken farmer, right? Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say so much a chicken farmer. I got, I got some chickens, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about business opportunity. Tyson says they're going to need to buy more chickens there, so they're looking for chicken farmers. But I think the city's trying to put, like, ordinances on how many, you know, because, I mean, who wants a chicken farm next to their house? Yeah, well, listen, I'm not the guy. I'm the guy that picks up my chickens and talks to them. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not the guy to get the chickens from. The uh, Gianni Ladaga is with us, the general sales manager of Victory Honda of Jackson, and we're talking uh, about his life story and business. And uh, one of the things that's interesting to me about the whole Tyson chicken thing is, you know, you think about on a map where they decide to put it. When I grew up, there was a place in what's called Bowden, West Virginia, where uh, a family friend of my grandfather's name's Gene Smith. More Texas sounds like coming in. The, um, his name's Gene Smith. We'll get to those in just a second. If you want to text and get in on the action, you, you're welcome to. The text line, 731-215-0158. Or you can head on over to Facebook.com. Just put a little forward slash the Chase Channel Show, and you can post your comments there, or you can shoot them to me. But uh, when I would go to Gene Smith's farm, he had a chicken coop there, and it, it wasn't active. It was like an old one, kind of run down. And it's this long, giant uh, like tunnel almost. And in it, it was these, um, they look like, I think they were gutters, like off of a house. And then there's this like chain that runs through them where the chain would carry the feet around and it would slide down the gutters and then the chickens would eat. 
And uh, Gene was an interesting guy because one of the things I didn't know that he taught me was he said that the reason that they have all the chickens in that coop is they put these bright lights in there because the chickens will lay more eggs if they think it's daylight 24-7. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so they so they put these lights in there to get more eggs out of them. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't know much about chickens, and I just recently got some chickens. And I thought they laid the, the eggs in the morning. So I'd wake up every morning, and I'd go out there, and I'm like, damn, no eggs. Then I'd come home for lunch, and there's eggs. <laughs> so that makes perfect sense. The uh, yeah, so they they put this these bright lights and uh, it was just interesting seeing. It was kind of a dilapidated you know uh, thing, but it was just interesting for me to see. And I learned a little bit about chicken coops. But we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more with Gianni. It looks like we're almost out of time, so we'll have uh, a little bit more. And then uh, if you want to get in on the action, you can head on over to facebook.com forward slash the Chase Channel Show. Is it a forward slash or a backslash? You're probably not the right person to I'm ask. I'm not the right person. I have no idea. So if you know if it's, if it's a forward slash or a backslash, let us know. I've always called it a backslash, but it drives me crazy because some people call it a forward slash. There's got to be a difference. We're going to post a poll up over at uh, the Chase Channel Show page on Facebook. Is it a forward slash or a backslash? Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Thanks for listening to 93.1 WTJS, the talk of Jackson. Don't go anywhere. Chase will be back right after this. event is on and now is the best time to trade in your vehicle at victory honda of jackson we need your trade and we'll pay you top dollar go to victoryhondajackson.com and click on the honda upgrade program button to value your trade in seconds print it out bring it in and we'll give you 125 percent of that value guaranteed that's right get 125 percent of the book value for your trade-in for complete details visit victoryhondajackson.com Com. Then come into Victory Honda on Highway 45 Bypass and get 125% of the book value for your trade. Don't miss the best time to trade in your vehicle during the Victory Honda Upgrade Event. Going on now at Victory Honda. With approved for edit, not all buyers or vehicles will qualify. 125% of black book wholesale value minus restocking, reconditioning, and mileage fees. Subject to clean car facts report. Offer does not combine. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends 5-23-18. I like me better when you're listening to the Talk of Jackson. For the hottest shows in the Hub City, keep it locked right here on 93.1 WTJS.
back that's money by pink floyd you're listening to strictly business we're glad to have everybody along we finally made it to the weekend uh gianni ladaga is with us we've been talking about all things you this is kind of one of your fears right i talked you into getting on the air you did (laughs) and uh i mean you know this is so you got to be careful if you stop by the studio you just might get put on the spot i see that (laughs) (laughs) i see that Seriously though, I, I it's uh it's good to talk with Jan here. I think that um there's so many people out there that that need to hear like it doesn't always have to be perfect and things can still work out and you're just a perfect example of that and of just, you know, resilience and persistence and really, I mean, you've been on your own. I have been. I have been. 
And there's so many security blankets in today's world. I mean, a lot of kids, um, it's like they rely on their parents to this, you know, extent of, and I think a lot of that comes from baby boomers, you know, wanting their kids to have it better than they did and all this, which I get, but, uh, you know, your story's always inspired me, so I appreciate you sharing it with everyone. Well, thank you. I you want to give uh, Sandra and the kids a little shout-out since you're on the air? Sandra and the kids, daddy loves you. The, um, what are you uh, so since we only have a few minutes left, and if you miss the show, you can always head on over to iHeartRadio, download the app, just type in the Chase Channel Show. You can listen to us anywhere in the world, or uh, you can check us out on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, you can head on over, download Podbean, and you can find us on there. Or you can head over to the uh, Facebook page, the Chase Channel Show. We are going to determine if it's a forward or backslash. But uh, we post up different things throughout the week on there, uh, different polls, so you can weigh in on it. If you want to get in on the action, you can. But uh, before I let you out of here, we got about a couple minutes left. What are your thoughts on the show? Well, i got to tell you. When you first talked to me about the show, I said, okay, Strictly Business. I said, okay, it's just, I'm not a big radio guy, but I, I work with you. I'm, I spend a lot of time with you. So I said, ah, it probably wouldn't be too interesting to me. Here's the deal. Every time I listen to it, I find myself, every time I get in the truck, I, I'm putting it back on. I'm just, I'm hooked. I want to I want to hear more. I want to hear more. I enjoy it. So uh, I, I love it. I'm glad you're doing it, and I hope you keep doing it. I appreciate that. The, um, you know, to me, it's just a great thing to give back and it, it does take time. And it's one of those things that, um, I probably shouldn't do just because it's like, you feel like you have so much going on. And as I go off to fat farm, um, everyone's going to have to wish me, wish me luck. So hopefully I'll be skinnier by, can you, you confirm with everyone that I've lost some weight? You've lost some weight. You're, you're looking much better. And you're going to be fine. You're the type of guy that anything you put your mind to, you get it done. So I have no doubts. I appreciate the love, G. He's he's always one of my biggest supporters. So, But um, I want to give everyone a little feed, uh, an update when I get back from Fat Farm uh, throughout the week. If you want to support me, go on over to Facebook.com. Just type in the Chase Channel Show. Give it a big thumbs up, and you can uh, post some encouraging words. I'll be checking it while I'm there when I'm in the uh, timeout section where they let me look at my phone. But uh, Appreciate everyone tuning in. It looks like we're about out of time. So if you missed the show, don't forget, you can always catch it throughout the week on uh, iHeartRadio, or you can go over to TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Play. If you have an iPhone, you can just touch the podcast button and type it in. Or tomorrow morning from 9 to 11, right here on 93.1, WTJS, the talk of Jackson. You've been listening to Strictly Business with Chase Channel. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to hear fresh new weekly episodes. For more, please visit Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel Show. That's Facebook.com slash The Chase Channel with two N's and two L's show. Until the same time next time, keep it right here on 93.1 WTJS, The Chalk of Jackson.